Show podcast. Oh, that camera is so jacked. We cannot hold on. Yeah, welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh my God, I got chills. They're multiplying, and I'm losing control. Cause the power you're supplying is electrifying. You better shape up, doot doot doot. Cause I need a man. And my heart is set on you. You better shape up. Oh, my God. Olivia Newton-John has passed away. Fuck. You're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Honey, the one that I want. You are the one I want. One I need. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, it was so crazy. I was eight years old. Uh, That's when that film came out. My mother, of all people, took me to see that movie. And there was some... This is a a mistake on her part. There was some real adult themes in that film. When Danny's trying to get stink finger from Sandy at the drive-thru and she gets pissed off. And there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of uh, uh, adult type things that I, I I remember being eight. I remember vividly thinking, oh, and then like side eyeing my mom at Showcase Cinemas in Sterling Heights, Michigan, and her kind of side eyeing me back, like yeah, you better not say the word tit in school. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? I actually remember knowing what that meant, even at age eight. Get very far. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Livy Newton John dead at 70, I don't know, 73 years old. Had a huge crush on her. And at the end of the film, that curveball they throw you, where uh, Zuko, it has the Letterman sweater on. And then, uh, you know, his his buddies go, Zuko, what are you, turning into a jock? He's like, yeah, while well, you slap dicks was hanging around, I was out uh, lettering in track. Yeah, whoa. So he's like, uh, yeah, I figure Sandy would like it more if I, if I'm a letter, if I, if I got my letter sweater on, I swear to God, she's going to love me because I, you know, I let it in track. What, what, hey, Zuko, look. And she's got like the, the, uh, the tight gear below the shoulder and the, and the leather pants and the stilettos. She's smoking a cigarette. Tell me, Sandy, is that you? Tell me about it, stud. I got chills. They're multiplying. And then they go into the Shake Shack. And then they get into the car and it flies away. We'll go together like deep, 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 Sandy, we're flying off to see seeing you. Uh, her career was fantastic. I think she had a husband who I think faked his death. 
Not positive on that, and I'm too lazy to look it up. Sandy, I can't leave Scientology, because if I do, Tom Cruise will tell everyone I'm gay. Oh, my God. I swear to God, you're going to die. <laughs> Whoa. Mr. Cotter launching their careers uh, previously and years before, but that was a big win for them. John, uh, big she, that song Physical was voted best song of the 1980s. Let's get physical, physical. I want to get physical. And she was wearing like the leg warmers. Shit like that. The fuck was that? Best song of the 1980s was physical. That doesn't say much for the 1980s. Uh... The woman had battled breast cancer for years. Uh, and, you know, she was one of these ones who... Corey writes, up your nose with a rubber hose, Sandy. Oh, and by hose, I mean my penis. Oh, my God, you're going to die. Uh, breast cancer and then, you know. She had three bouts with cancer, and then the third one finally got her. What a shit show, cancer, for fuck's sake. My God. Way too young. I posted a video on Facebook of uh, her and Travolta right around, I think, 2002. She was in her early 50s then. Them doing You're the One That I Want on stage, like move for move, just like the film. I was smiling the whole time. I love that movie. How about the scene where Travolta and uh, all the other assholes start to uh, work on the car? Grease lightning. Remember grease lightning? Grease lightning. Go grease lightning. A green light, go, 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 green light. And then that that one chick, you had the guy that Travolta was in Grease Lightning. And then the dude from the rival gang who had the horrible acne scars. I mean, they cast that guy, right? They said, we need someone to play the leader of the rival gang. And his face needs to look like it caught on fire and somebody put it out with a golf shoe. Okay? Tons of acne uh, scars needed. He's the leader of that gang. And he's in the asshole car. And Travolta's in Grease Lightning. And uh, they're they're, they're racing down that fucking, uh, 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 what a concrete river, Los Angeles River. And the chick, you know, uh, the, the hot chick who's the girlfriend, the slutty girlfriend of a uh, dude with acne scars. She like, the market said go. And then Sandy, no, not Kanicki, you asshole. Kanicki is Danny's buddy, you fucking dummy. Kanicki is not the leader of the rival gang. What were they called? The T-Birds? The good guys are the T-Birds? Anyway, the slut says, on your market set, go. And then those two take off. And then uh, Danny's getting, he's getting fucked up because uh, Pac face guy, his car 
has like James Bond shit on it where he pushes a button or something like that and then coming out of the wheels of these of these blades that start ripping up De- Zuko's car. And you're like, oh no, he can't do that to Green Sighting, you asshole. Well, I don't know what the fuck happened. Somehow Zuko wins the race. A crazy maneuver. And then uh, all the while, Sandy is kind of not with the pink ladies at the time. Cha-Cha. That was the name of the hooker chick. Sandy's like sitting there watching from afar. She's not sure about what's up. Zuko's all happy, wins the race. But he's still not happy. He doesn't have Sandy, you know. It's about all I remember from that fucking movie. That is my official tribute. To Olivia Newton-John. Rom says, did Eric take something before this podcast? No. Didn't take anything. <sighs> all right. Welcome in. Poison Ivy spots all over my body as I sit here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Now, there is a particular portion on the outside of this house that is uh, where I have pinpointed the poison ivy is. Last year, I unknowingly wandered over there and exposed myself to it. And, uh, well, you know what happens when you come in contact with poison ivy. Uh, I didn't realize this, but if you touch that, the... Urashal, which is the component that's going to cause the reaction. When it, it touches your skin, it's similar to like axle grease. And it's not easy to get off. However, if you really put some friction on it, you can wash it off. If you do that within a couple hours of being exposed to it, you will not experience the rash. This is a perfect example of just saying, fuck it. Sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. There's this one particular portion of my house where this uh, brand of ivy kind of grows everywhere. And um, I hate it. And I have never really dug it out of the ground to get rid of it. So every year I just kind of like cut it back and just say, oh, fuck it. I'll deal with it later. This is the spot where the poison ivy is. It's somewhere in there. Now, it's not the ivy itself. The ivy itself is common. It doesn't have anything. But somewhere in all of that green, crazy-ass shit uh, is the poison ivy. I know that. I've actually seen it. Haven't seen it this year, but I know it's in there. It's growing out of control, the uh, ivy, and to a point where it comes in contact with the screen... And the little vines go into the spot of the screen. You know, it's like all those little teeny tiny squares in a screen. Grew in, curved around, and curled around the screen. So I'm like, fuck me. So I can't even... I discovered that when yanking it that I have destroyed the screen because the ivy pulled the screen out of the uh, frame. So I'm like, Jesus... If I would have just taken care of this some time ago, I wouldn't see this is another example of the neglect that I put this house through ends up costing me more money. And all I had to do was take care of this. And I do I take care of it. No, the house is falling apart. Um, so now the Ivy, it's like 
I yanked it, and then now there's screen hanging onto the ivy. So what did I do? Knowing full well that being in there is risky in itself, and I have to be careful not to come in contact with poison ivy, I grabbed the weed eater and fired it up and just walked through there. It went... And there's shit flying everywhere. It's like a giant fucking salad shooter. It's going, it's flying all over the house. And I'm just like mowing it down. It was more effective than Agent Orange. But as you can see right now, I'm like touching my skin. That's because now, not only was I exposed to poison ivy, but... It's little bits of flying poison-covered poison ivy that's now mixed in with the ivy chunk. And poison ivy chunk, it's, it's a poison salad that's flying through the air outside of my home and touching me in little... And I'm like, I know. I mean, I knew it. This is how stupid I am. If I ever try to convince you that I'm smart, I'm not. I'm a fucking reactionary idiot. I knew this would happen, and I didn't care. I was so frustrated about the screen being destroyed by the fucking ivy that I'm going, and it's flying everywhere. Little do I know how much I'm going to regret this in a few days' time. That day is today, right now, while doing Danny Zuko uh, singing Grease Lightning and eulogizing the extremely attractive, uh, maybe not on her final days, Olivia Newton-John. Because there are little spots all over my body of just, and it's just a a couple couple of raised bumps here, a couple of raised bumps there. And it's interesting because if I'm, if uh, I haven't screwed with them, or if they, because they'll like start itching for no reason, and then uh, I'll itch them, and then they'll they'll get raised. And and by the way, I know everything there is to know about poison ivy. There is no spreading of the rash. Once you itch it, it doesn't get worse. It's just a matter of what leaves or leave chunks. In my case, coated with uracil, touched your body. If it touched it, you don't wash it off. You're more than likely gonna get it, unless you are immune to it. I am not. So now. It's all over the place. It's on my neck. It's on my face. It's in, it's in my hair. What an asshole. As opposed to avoiding poison ivy, I'm hitting it with a weed eater, and it's flying all through the air. I'm the only man on the planet who gets rid of poison ivy by hitting it with a weed eater intentionally. But it's not getting rid of it. It's going to grow back. Poison ivy is so ridiculous. Um, I have a, actually a friend of the family whose dad works for the uh, state of Michigan Department of Agriculture or something like that who knows everything there is to know about this shit. That's where I learned, got my knowledge. He said that if you spray it with Roundup, if you spray poison ivy with Roundup and then it, it will die, it'll wither and die. However... The urushal remains remnants, which are still poisonous, will be on the leaves, on the rocks, the adjacent uh, 
ground that it's touched for up to 30 years. 30 years! So if you spray it with the Roundup, you're going to want to wear like gloves and total coverage to actually get rid of it, to like get it and throw it in the garbage. I don't think anywhere is the advice hit it with a weed eater. Uh. My God. Some suggestions. Better get some bleach. Down it real quick. I heard it scrubs your insides really good. That's a Trump reference. Dude, if you breathe that stuff in, it can be bad news. Oh, that's true. You know what they... Well, I don't think uh, hitting it with a weed eater is going to cause me to breathe it in. They, uh, you're, you're right on that. If you take poison ivy and then throw it on the fire... Now you've got a problem. Get the hell out of there. Do not do that. All right. So glad you are here. Uh, Part of the day yesterday also. As we do the show, as I said, from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. You can send me an email anytime. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. I was in the attic the other day. Now, when I say attic, uh, in my garage, you can you can pull on this rope and these steps come down. And uh, yeah, that that's an attic. And we got a whole bunch of shit up there that I've forgotten about. Years ago, a guy by the name of Justin Bigelow. Justin is the guy who gave me all my records behind me, my vinyl records. He gave me the vinyl records and then he said, here, take this too. What is it? It's a smoker. What? Yeah, we we don't want it. We've never used it. Still, like, in the box. Never, ever been even put together. I saw it up there, and I said, you know what? Uh, My future son-in-law, Justin, he just smoked some ribs. And, you know, it takes forever to do that. Uh, But I was like, these are awesome. And uh, I was like, I need to build that smoker. Now, the smoker that I have, they don't even make these anymore. The smokers they make now are the ones you see that, um, I don't know, they're, they're, they're shaped a way different way because the smoker I have looks like a droid from fucking Star Wars. Um, but the ones I have now, they have all these automatic uh, wood chip feeders on them and and uh, they're really spectacular. You don't really have to do anything. This one, though, is a propane one, which a lot of people are like, well, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. It's free. I built the damn thing. And so now I cannot wait to use it. I, I realize I'm, I'm scratching every second. I've got my head itches. Everything itches. I've got poison ivy over my entire body. What an idiot. Um. So now I'm stoked because um, there's like a recipe book and you can smoke anything. I'm going to smoke peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And it takes forever to do any type of smoking, but I'm all about it. So you got the propane, you got the burner, you got these lava rocks, and then you just take the wood, a few pieces of wood, and throw them on the lava rocks. And then they, 
they they burn and then the smoke uh flavors the meat and it's indirect you got a big ass pan of water above the lava rocks and then the moisture kind of goes around and uh they say do not no matter what you do no matter what you do do not take the lid off of whatever it is you're cooking so incredibly it's like basically cooling everything down and then you're starting over don't do that so now i'm like fuck all i need is like five days so that i can smoke uh one chicken leg uh and then i'm gonna be smoking everything smoked fish oh my god really looking forward to that i wrote a parody song yesterday last night And I'm going to debut it on Patreon today. Like, I'm going to start the Patreon, and the song will be to start the show. I was inspired because of something going on yesterday. It could be anything. You'll have to figure that out. But I'm excited about it. Um, The process was walking through the gym at eight o'clock gym closed i'm finishing up my workout and then i uttered the first word of it six mile trip home i wrote about a verse and a half came home wrote the rest of it got the backing track Laid it down, sang it horribly, and it's ready to go. Just like that. I cannot wait to share it with you, but you can't hear it unless if you are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That is officially... Well, the first song I did was Zaniacs Will Survive. Hey, Jimmy. Which was uh, inspired by uh, Country Boy Will Survive by Hank Williams Jr. Then I did Tears at Bosco's. And Zaniacs Will Survive didn't really have any other different words to it. It just had the chorus was Zaniacs Will Survive instead of Country Boy Will Survive. So I don't even know if that one counts. Then Tears at Bosco's. And then I did Creep. And then this song. I will say this. The song I made yesterday, parody song, an, an EZSP, Eric Zane Show parody, doesn't have anything to do with a Zaniac. I did, however, have some... I do have some drama update on Zaniacs. Uh, Lisa K. Do you remember Zaniac Lisa K? Lisa Krantz is her name. Nice lady. Um, She joined the mob. uh, And this is how it unfolded. The extent of me dragging Lisa was this. It all started when... Uh, Lisa bailed on the Patreon. Come to find out, she didn't like the way I was, quote, dragging Dean. What? Are you kidding me? 
and she's part of uh, that whole asshole tribe that they just talk amongst themselves and nobody actually comes to me and says, hey, what's up with this? So fuck those guys. I don't give a shit. Um, they all kind of went, went away. But when I found out that Lisa bailed, I actually got pretty offended by that. And I was like, you know, fuck. I really cared about you. Why do you think you wound up getting that flooring? That was all I had to say. And that mob implied that I was like, oh, he's just saying that to make her feel bad, which is bullshit. I was just describing how I felt. So anyway, uh, Lisa, um, she ends up, you know, being part of that whole fucking group. And the next thing I know, there's someone on Reddit dogging me. And I'm like, who is this person, boy? And then I, uh, I did a little investigating. Turns out it was uh, a person who used to be um, on my Patreon. And then I reached out to the person. I go, hey, what's the deal? Why are you attacking me? What did I do to you? And then the person responds, and it's Lisa's son. Lisa's fucking son reaches out to me. So then it makes sense, you know. Um, so I reached out and I go, Hey, are you related to Lisa, Lisa Kronz? Yeah, I am. I'll be honest, man. It's really disheartening to hear you bad mouth her so much. It's like what bad mouth her? What the fuck? Saying she used you for a free floor, which I never ever said that. That's just so incredibly wrong. My mom supported you ever since you had to leave free Britain. See, this is one of those. This is my resume shit. Uh, but, 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 but. my mom supported you ever since you had to leave Freebird Hot Wings, though, uh, blah, blah, blah. You didn't approve of how things went down and she decided to unsubscribe. You decided to drag her through the mud. What? Because it gets you downloads. Jesus, man. Look, I know you're going to laugh at this and whatever, but just know that my mom has always been a fan. It has nothing to do with her not being able to take a joke or anything. She was so genuinely happy about the floor. And then to find out this is what you use her name for, it's just sad. <laughs> John Jabinga writes, I can really tell, tell you don't care about him anymore. You talk about him every day. No, I don't. Let me, let me be clear with this. I don't care that they're not here, but I do care that my name is being thrown around like that. And I will defend it just so you know. So, yes. I do care about that. I care about them dragging me and I'd like to fucking strangle every one of them. But do I care that they're here? No, I don't care either way. At the end of the day, I'm still doing the show. I don't give a shit. I've moved on in that regard. But do I like them talking shit about me? Fuck no. It bothers me to no end. I'd love to punch them all in the fucking throat. So there you go, John. That's that's how I feel. Stick it. I wrote back to this idiot. I did not say that about your mother. I'm not sure where you got that. Come on, man. I would never do that. I do, however, treat people the way I've been treated. I did not reference. I was. Uh, I did, however, reference that I was disappointed after the treatment I was receiving after she was picked for flooring. I stand by that. John adds, 
Who's dragging whom? They don't have a platform. They absolutely do, John. Are you kidding me? Come on. Uh, either way, I do care. Your mother is someone I never want to speak to again. I try not to associate with people who are hell-bent on dragging me. Your mother and that whole mob are out, and I do not care one bit. Life goes on and things change. You should move on, too, and get over it. Your fragile heart deserves better. Also, quit drinking. I've watched your behaviors. Take it from behaviors. Take it from me. It's going to kill you. He writes back. If that's the case, then I apologize. People have been telling her you said that, and I know it hurt her to hear that. That's the problem. You have this bunch of assholes feeding fucking packs of lies to people. That's what's happening. Uh, and I know it hurt her to hear that. I don't care about the Zaniacs or whatever is going on. I generally don't care what is said about me, but when I heard that was being said, then I was upset. If you didn't say that, then I apologize. And then he says, I don't drink. You might be thinking about my other brother. <laughs> Whoops, period. I guess it was him, period. Tell him to quit drinking, period. That whole group, is a bunch of troublemakers who absolutely wanted to upset your mother just to make me look bad, period. So there you go. All right. Saucer full of pigs says, don't these people get it yet? The best way to piss Zane off is to ignore... Completely. These letters feed the fire and give Zane content. True. Correct. Uh, John says, trust me, they are ignoring him. Come on, dude. I looked at the, I look at the comments on your show. That's not true. (laughs) Give me a break. I offered to produce the I hate Eric Zane show podcast and I was calling into a meeting uh, and I was called into a meeting and tell me on no uncertain terms and tell me no, no. Okay. It's written weird. Well, that's good, but not really. I wish, I wish that was happening. I wish it was. Um, Paul Forster says, is it Dean? That were is it Dean Root that were creeped out by? Hmm. All right. So yes, um, John, if you want the truth, again, I'm still pissed, and I would love to strangle every one of those people. I take their uh, what they say personally, and I fucking hate them. So yes, that's true. Guilty. Trust me, I'm not one of these people that sits around and says, yeah, I'm not bothered by that. It doesn't bother. No, I'm bothered by it. These are fucking idiots. I cannot stand those people. Glad they're gone, but if they got hit by a train today, I, I'm not weeping, okay? I'm like, yes, train! Score one for the train! Yes! Make no mistake. 
John says the feeling is mutual. They hate you too. They're not talking about me, John. How do you know? All right. I cannot believe I ever was associated with such a bunch of fucking losers. It makes me sad, frankly, that I would ever associate with a bunch of fucking jerk-off, swinging assholes. And that's gross, by the way. You are all very, very gross. Oh, sorry. I wasn't supposed to express that they have group sex. But they do. They are involved in group sex with each other. And that's hideous. What a sick bunch of individuals. No one should see you naked. And there you are. That is disgusting. Okay. That's probably why John is defending them so, so much. He, uh, he wants to give them some grandpa dick. Okay. Uh, for the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I am about to say goodbye to you. Why? Well, because you must go over to Twitch and uh, get the rest of the show. So Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, it is time to uh, toggle you off and you are uh, on your way. Go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I appreciate your support. And as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you to them. Kent dropped the E at a U, says, I'm kind of hurt. I was never invited to to these orgies. Corey says, after the orgy, they all go out to a fine dinner at IHOP. Oh, God. Thank you to Blue Frost IT for supporting the, uh, me on Twitter. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. The big news, Trump's mansion was raided by the FBI. For starters, look at that place. That is absolutely fantastic. Can you imagine having a residence that is just a paradise? That's his home. Incredible. Trump wasn't there. The feds knocked on the door like a dozen FBI agents. And um, he used words like uh, raid and siege yeah that's not quite accurate they knocked someone opened it they walked in they had a warrant now someone pointed out you know how difficult it is to get a judge to sign a warrant to go into the home and search an ex-president this is not easy work You had to have really produced some evidence that they think that they needed to get in there and take it. Trump, I like the quote, 
they broke my safe. They went in and broke into the safe. Did I mean, seriously, if you're going to knock, and they did have the authority to actually break down the door, if no one answered it, they could just go in. They had that in the warrant. It was a no-knock, just go in and open the door, but someone opened it up. Um, Trump pointing out they, they've raided my home and they've, they, they broke into my, they, they broke my safe, which I can, I, I don't think that that's like a small safe. It's probably a large, a large, uh, safe, very chatty. John Jamingo insults the FBI and says the FBI bitches showed up when he wasn't home. The U S is now a third world country. He writes, ladies and gentlemen, that is, that is John's. John's comment there. He refers to them as the FBI bitches. By the way, I was listening to your show yesterday. You guys make me look brilliant. The two of you, you own it by saying you're under-informed, but that is a polite way of saying, and I love you, but you guys are super dumb. Okay? You make me look like I went to Harvard. They actually said, yeah, yeah. Did you know I want a refund? Oh, why, John? Well, I'll tell you, Bob. We got to get a refund from these COVID shots. Oh, yeah? Why is that, John? Because they don't work. They don't work. Bob? Huh? Yeah. You see, people is still getting sick. So it's clear there's zero effective. So there's no way that we should spend another day without getting a refund from the feds. Because these don't work. That was like the big takeaway on on uh, the bigot bunker yesterday. And then this whole list of people who used to listen to my show are going, that's right. It doesn't work. You tell us, John. Well, they don't work, John. Thank you for telling us, John. I'm going to go eat out my daughter's asshole. Ugh. What a, what a fucking fiasco. And then, and then Bob, Bob busts John for saying the word retarded. John says the word retarded and Bob goes, You can't say retarded on Twitch. Oh my God. What are you doing? I'm glad you're there. I love you. But you needed that. The fact that you guys should be canceled just because of the spreading of the lies. The COVID shot doesn't work. How dumb are you? 
Jesus. All right. Where was I? Uh, FBI executes a search. Oh, I, I went down that road because dumb fuck John is suggesting that the FBI are bitches because they didn't do it when Trump, because they did it when Trump wasn't home. Are you suggesting that when the FBI is planning to execute a search warrant that they would go, all right, uh, Let's make sure that we do this uh, when Trump isn't there. They don't give a shit. They don't care. Are you suggesting that Trump would offer some line of defense? That they're, that they're bitches because Trump's not there? That's the dumbest. That's dumber than the COVID thing. Holy shit. You know, you should go live after this show and just do a rebuttal. The FBI reached out to the Secret Service who are there. Former president, you get Secret Service detail. And they said, hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, The boss is getting a search warrant executed against him. Secret Service says, why? And the Fed said, oh, fuck you. We don't have to tell you. In fact, we're not telling anybody. However, it's believed that when Trump moved out of the White House, he took uh, documents that he should not have. Of importance that are, it's a national security issue classified information should physical documents should not have left the residence when he left. But at some point, someone put their hands on these documents and left the residence. You're not supposed to do that. They think he did. So the quote bitches knocked on the door, said, Hey, We need to see uh, the inside of the premises. They let him in, and then they went and did their thing. Trump was at Trump Tower in New York. Um, Right away, the pickup truck flagpole brigade uh, mobilized around Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, which that is a beautiful, beautiful location. Now, They should have um, howitzer guns around that to keep these scumbags out. To just open fire when they show up with their pickup truck brigades with flagpoles in the back. Don't tread on me. Let's go, Brandon. Confederate flags. Uh, uh, Trump 2024. Trump one flags. Trump 2016. Hang Mike Pence flags in the back of the trucks. But uh, they showed up. To defend, to defend and and put on notice that they are there. Quote, my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida is currently under siege, under siege, raided and occupied by that. Talk about ironic. 
considering the fact that this piece of shit, he was leader of the knuckle dragger brigade that attacked the Capitol. This piece of shit is saying that his residence is under siege when they knocked and someone opened the door and they walked in. They even attacked my safe. Trump said in a statement Monday evening. The extraordinary move to search the home of a former president raises the stakes for the Justice Department and comes as Trump's legal problems continue on multiple fronts. Uh, Merrick Garland, who is the attorney general, he is the big swinging dick. He is the most important person in charge of all of this who will decide if this loser is going to be indicted. Now, several states are investigating Trump on, on, on a statewide legal level for various things. You've got the issues that I'm talking about right now about classified documents, which I guess it is being insinuated that that is uh, why the FBI was there yesterday. Three people familiar with the situation spoke about that. I'll take that for what it's worth. Maybe, maybe not. And then there's the uh, January 6th. Now, I also found out that if feds go in looking for these documents that he should not have had his hands on and uh, should not have left the White House, if they find um, information about January 6th or any crime committed, that is all going to be confiscated and taken. So if they find a little Haitian boy who is being held against his will, they're going to uh, rescue him and then use that as evidence against the former president. I'm just offering that as an example. I don't know why, but I am. Lindsey Graham said the nerve of them to do this so close to an election. This is ridiculous. We're over 90 days, just over 90 days out from our next election. It's ridiculous that this would happen. What the fuck does that even mean? Who gives a shit when it happens? So what? Uh, The Justice Department has two known active investigations connected to the former president we already talked about. One, when he tried to overthrow the government. And the other, involving the handling of the classified documents. Now, this story didn't break until yesterday evening. But the search began yesterday morning. Law enforcement personnel appeared to be focused on the area of Mar-a-Lago where Trump's offices and personal quarters are. Um, the search included examining where documents were kept. I love the, according to another person familiar with the investigation, the moles and boxes of items were taken. Following the National Archives recovering of White House records from Mar-a-Lago in recent months. See, there had been talk about the National Archives they're, they're walking around there like, hey, wait a minute here. There's, we're, we're missing shit. What happened? 
I think Trump took him when he left. Ah, fuck. They call him up. Yeah, man. Hey, bring that shit back. So they all, they, they gave them back at one point. So that led to, you know, federal authorities snooping around. Saying, so he actually took shit on the way out. Yeah. Oh, okay. That led to the FBI on Monday had to verify that nothing was left behind. So that was part of the reason why they went in. Now as to what they found, I have no fucking idea. Eric Trump ran to Sean Hannity and he said, quote, the purpose of the raid from what they said was because the National Archives wanted to, you know, corroborate whether or not Donald Trump had any documents in his possession. Now, truth be told, perhaps they walked out empty handed with absolutely nothing. Now, I hope not. I hope they found the Haitian boy. And I hope that Trump gets arrested soon. How incredible would this be if he actually did get arrested? Oh, my God. Raid FBI raids a home of a former president. These are all firsts that have happened. And you people, well, there's not many of you left, but the few morons that still exist, Excuse me. Call him the greatest president ever. Like Jamingo. I can promise you he thinks Trump was a tremendous president. Like he did a good job. John, a very, very chatty man today. He says, quote, like Hillary did and kept him on a private server in a basement that was hacked. You mean like that? Follows up with, I wait until the Democrats lose in 2022. I hope they enjoy what they started. Then he ends with, when would Republicans take over in 2022? The FBI and the DOJ needs to be cleaned out. Hey, hey, yo. Corey says, why, John? For doing their jobs? You guys is going to be punished. It's going to be out to pay for sure. Why Con Rob says, if you are hardcore on either side, you're equally dumb. And the two-party system. Maybe. Maybe not. But right now, clearly, Republicans are much more stupid than Democrats. That is tough to escape. These are stupid, stupid people. All right. Besides, that's not going to happen anyway. So you might as well just pick a side and fight. That's what we do. We're raised that way. Our moms and dads did it. If it was good enough for them, it's good enough for us. All right. Where was I? Christina Bob, Trump's attorney, said the FBI seized documents. She says, hey, 
president's been cooperative. And she indicated that they did get something. Uh, FBI had no problem getting in, obviously. They say no comment, the FBI. The White House said it was, the White House uh, said they were not notified. They had no idea. That's bullshit. Can you, that is complete bullshit. Someone was like, "You, it's going down, man. And Biden is like, FaceTime, FaceTime. I got to see this. I, I got to see this. What are the National Archives? They're charged with collecting and sorting presidential material. They've previously said at least 15 boxes of White House records were recovered from Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, including some that were classified. Why would you be interested in that? Why would you take that shit? I mean, what are you, a fucking pack rat? Have you ever moved? And then you're like, you're moving into the new place and, and, and your shit from the old place is coming into the new place. And then you're like, why do I even have this? And then you like call dumpster divers and start throwing shit out. Uh, in early June, a handful of investigators made a rare visit to the property seeking more information about potentially classified material from Trump's time in the White House that had been taken to Florida. Um, they walked up at the beginning of the meeting. Trump stopped by and said, hello. After he left without answering any questions, the investigators asked the attorneys if they could see where Trump was storing the documents. The attorneys took the investigators to the basement, uh, where the boxes of materials were being stored. And the investigators looked around the room before eventually leaving. The second source said that Trump came in to say Hi. Made small talk, but left while the attorney spoke with investigators. Hey, feds, how are you? This is like previously. The source said some of the documents shown to investigators had top secret markings on them. Like they, they take the stamp, top secret. Probably says, aliens are here. Five days later on June 8, Trump's attorneys received a letter from investigators asking them to further secure the room where the documents were stored. Why does it take so long? Why didn't they just take him in the first place? AIDS then added a padlock to the room. All right. There's plenty more in this. Uh, then there's the talk about the Republicans. I like, this is ridiculous. Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Rick Scott of Florida. Florida, Florida said, we need answers now. The FBI must explain what they were doing today and why the FBI is going to be like, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> Last I checked, some senator cannot go and bang on the door of the FBI and say, uh, tell me what you're doing. It just doesn't work that way. You might think you have some type of authority over the federal uh, authorities, the FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation, but I don't think it works quite like that. That's why they call it an investigation, asshole. I love this. I love that this is all happening. It's absolutely great. 
honestly, I'd be happy if it were happening to anyone. It doesn't have to be Trump because it's great for business. It's something to talk about. It makes for my days easy when I can start talking about piece of shit, group sex having assholes, and then Trump. Their leader. Their leader. And you got Jamingo weighing in with his dad kicking eat my two cents. Look at that one. Johnny writes, Hey, yo, you need to stretch a lot to get your head that far up your ass. Now we're talking. That's fucking gold, John. Don't stop. John is here and he's fighting with several audience members. Now, this is the same guy, John, who said, ah, hey, yo, you know, I don't like to say a whole lot. You know, I kind of keep it uh, close to the vest. But today, we have struck a fucking nerve with Grandpa Podcast. John writes, ah, hey, yo, yeah, you know, I agree with Wycon Rob, but sheep like Eric. <laughs> want to socialism sooner than later. Yeah. And then he says, sheep are morons. So John thinks that your old pal Eric Zane is a moron. And damn it, I salute him for saying that. Enjoy your government kibbles there, Eric <laughs> All right. So, the pot is officially stirred. Everyone is on edge. Why is John Jamingo starting to sound like Boss Hog? Oh, that's absurd. That is absurd. Boss Hog was a hillbilly. And then John impersonation starting to sound like Archie Bunker. It will morph. He's now saying, hey, yo, like Scott Hall. Hey, yo, hey, hey. Impressions come and go on this show. John makes a good point. Hey, yo, Eric said he wanted less chat, so I respected his wish, but now he's talking to the chat, so now I chat. It's true. You're right. You are right. Anyway, here we are. That's what's happened. It was an incredible day yesterday, and with fingers crossed, to me, the way this is going to work out, it will work out perfectly. This is what I think would be the best thing for America. And this is 1 million percent serious. Trump gets arrested. And then they go to uh, like all of the uh, uh, Trump acolytes, all of them in America. Go to one location. And. They have a giant show of force rally. Like outside of the prison that Trump is in. So you've got one half of the population 
of the United States is rallying outside of the prison. Okay. Um, and then everyone else near there gets out of the blast zone. And then we drop uh, our nuclear arsenal there. And then it all is gone. And then that part of the country, we just leave it alone for a period of time. Nobody goes there. And then we just kind of continue on minus one half of the population. That to me would be the absolute most advantageous and beneficial thing for the world and planet. There is no turning back. We need to nuke our people. That is my opinion. And I think you should all get on board. Uh, Kyle says, too bad that didn't happen today. The anniversary of bomb bombing Japan. I did not know that. Wow. So however many years ago that was. At some point today, there were people in Japan like, you know, I think this war, 1945, is has been going pretty well for us. Uh, you know, the invasion of America, essentially. Um, we've been uh, making some great progress on our fronts here in Asia. And I, I'm very happy. I'm happy with, and then... There's actually probably one person, if you, if you can picture this, in 1945, who was at ground level looking up and saw the bomb falling. Actually, it was directly over, over their head. Like, you could see it coming down. And looking up at it, like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my God. One bomb. That's a, that's a large bomb, but it's, it's one bomb. Huh. Fantastic. Okay. Patreon is uh, what I do to help feed the family. If you like this podcast, this podcast obviously is 100% free. Okay. Uh, I, I did it this way, hoping that you would enjoy it and then throw a 5 or $10 donation my way through my Patreon. And then I give you 15 plus hours of content. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do a uh, daily podcast when this one is done for another 30 or 40 minutes. Sometimes more, sometimes less. I guess it just depends. And uh, that's every day of the work week. Today, I have smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale happening at 1030 Eastern time. There's plenty of content on the Patreon. So if the free podcast isn't quite enough for you, sign up on Patreon. Five bucks is all the audio and the audio archive. New audio in the archives. Ten is that plus the video, video archives, and the live stream. That's the, those are the minimums you can give. But you can give more. It's up to you. Some people do, and thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, the Patreon fund, uh, helps keep the, uh, vet bills at bay and the house running smoothly. The business that is the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, try it out for one month just to see if you like it. 
And uh, if it's not your thing, then you just cancel it. No big deal. Then you're just out 5 or $10. No long commitment or anything like that. Um, but if you want to convert it to a yearly, I will knock 10% off of the price. So what was 120 for the $10 a month turns into 108 What was 60 turns into 54 Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've supported in the fa- uh, in the past, in the past, unless if you left in a huff and are hurt, then fuck you. I'm glad you're gone. But uh, if you supported in the fa- in the past, why do I keep saying that? And didn't leave in a huff, well, then thank you. I appreciate you. But if you left in a huff, fuck off. Uh, Corey brings up. The free beer and hot wings drama because they've been pissing people off that listen to their podcast. And so they get pissed off. This is why you got to be careful. Audiences who pay for content are finicky. And um, the audience, their audience got pissed and a number of them canceled. But these people like, they had paid for a year. So you get a guy who paid for a year one month ago. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to renew next year. I'm going to cancel and see the rest of this year out. And then that's it. I'm done. So they expect to get the show for like 11 more months. But the way these morons have done it, if you pay for a year and you cancel, you don't get access anymore. Holy fuck. What a bold fucking theft you should call like the fucking better business bureau or something um aram says patreon donations are like annuities make a donation and then the rest of eric's life you can tell him he owes you because you supported him which is you know you haven't said much today but that is so perfect that is a perfect example of the Eric Zane show podcast entitlement. I'm trying to weed that out right now. I've done a fairly good job trying to get the entitled away from the show. You have no entitlement. Here's the, here's the trade. You give me a few bucks and I will give you as much content as you can handle. And that is it. Uh, vet bills causing people to have to, uh, uh, pay big money. Chris. Oh God. $300 yesterday. Yeah. That's an average week for me. And then this one cat broke its leg. costed me $300 as well. How does your cat break its leg? Wait a minute. Your cat broke its leg. Can't cats like fall out of like 10 story buildings and then they're fine. They land and they just go get a drink of water. The fuck did you, did you abuse your animal? Chris says you have a herd of animals. I have one cat. I'm so sorry. I spent $500 last week, medication included, but still. All right. We are an hour and 11 minutes into this show. 
We've been rich with Jamingo impressions, which is a good thing. We've been rich with Danny Zuko impressions and Sandy from Greece impressions. I don't know Sandy's last name on Greece. But we are not rich in sponsors yet. And that is how the show survives. Sponsors. So when you hear me talk about them, don't bounce forward and make sure you bang on their door to support the show. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. They just increased their marketing. Increased their marketing. Uh-oh. Your name's not Buttfucker3000. I don't know why that just played. The iPad has 5% power left. I'm going to have to hurry through this and go get the charger. In fact, hold on. I'm going to just hold that thought. I know you want to hear me talk about Sarah Honda Grantville, but I got to go get the fucking charger. Don't move. history happening years ago I had to euthanize a hamster I told that story on the radio and I'm not going to tell it right now Um, radio voice Linda just dropped to the audience that her son now lives in that actual apartment complex where the hamster incident occurred. Motherfuck. The question, euthanize? Yeah, it was a euthanization. The the beast was uh, very ill, and uh, I called the vet, asshole, And I said, I need help. This hamster has green gunk coming out of its privates. She said, we don't treat hamsters. I said, why? Well, because they cost like four bucks. So it was in great misery. 
So it needed to be put it needed to be put out of its misery. I'm not going to tell the story, man. Don't worry. I'm just I'm just it's the preamble. Ram says you always say you had to. I don't know if you had to, if you had to. Well, who else is going to do it? Is the grocery store bag still in the tree? Well, it didn't go. I, I got it down from the tree, idiot. I would assume that bag is still there. Thanks, Linda. Because of you, guess what I'll be dreaming about? This has been a recurring dream for decades. And now, because of you, it will recur. Damn it. All right, I'll tell it. I started to drink. When I was intoxicated, I put the hamster into a Meyer bag, the kind with the handles. Amanda says she can't take it. She's out. I'm sorry. Come back in a few minutes. I don't know why I wandered over to the only wooded area. I uh, spun it like a Game of Thrones guy getting ready to throw a weapon. And then I threw it straight up into the air. The handles on the bag are key because the high at when it got to its absolute height. You're right. After spinning it like Thor's hammer and throwing it, a branch like grabbed the handle and went pluck, and it's just it's just in there. It's just up there, like twenty five feet up, and the hamster's fine. Well, it, it was sick, but it was alive and what? Well. It had done nothing but made it dizzy. I'm climbing the fucking tree. Drunk. Bush beer. Halfway up it, I start to rock in the tree. And enough movement occurs that it comes free. And at this point, I'm like, it will now fall to the ground and be dead. But the fluttering of the bag served as a kind of like a parachute, slowed the bag down as it kind of f- fell lightly and it landed on a nice patch of soft grass. Hit just gently. I go walking up to the hamster and I, I open up the bag and he looks at me and goes, oh, hey, this is kind of a weird day. I, I sure feel a little sick, but 
I, 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 this is weird. I, I, I can't wait to get back to my cedar to uh, uh, limp around and have some sunflower seeds in my little hands, my little hamster hands, and then uh, walk slowly in my wheel. I used to run fast, but I'm getting old, but I'm okay. <laughs> Chris says, I'm getting better. I'm at this point weeping. I'm like, no, you cannot live. You must die. So now I'm frustrated. This hamster is still alive. This hamster needs to die. I pick it up. Thor's hammer. And I fucking whip it. And then this time I throw it uh, 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 sideways, straight out in front of me like a fucking Nolan Ryan fastball. And the impact when it hit this tree. Motherfuck. The white bag was instantly bright red. It made this smack noise. And this hamster exploded into a billion pieces. <laughs> oh, no. fucking shit. It just fell to the ground. And then I'm like, <laughs> fucking shit. Kick <laughs> I walked out of there, and I never went back. That's it. That is how I put that hamster to death. I euthanized the hamster. What a horrible, horrible thing. And I was trying to put it behind me, but now it is right in the forefront of my brain because of Linda. And and now there you go. Thanks. Thanks. And if you could uh, track this, go back to the podcast or portion of the podcast when I sat down and I saw the comment Linda made. This is all your fault. Andrea was right about you. Fucking Linda. I hate that bitch. Hang on, let me drive home. I'm kidding. All right. Voice of an angel. Okay. What a sick fuck thinking about hamster death, Jesse writes. Corey, I guess, brought it up, so it's Corey's fault. Bring something up and have someone else take the blame. Trolling 101. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. I'm about to have it with all of you today. Seriously. I kick somebody's ass. Okay. Uh, I was talking about Sarah Honda Granville online at sarahhondagranville.com in beautiful Granville, Michigan. And uh, though Michigan is a great big state with a massive metropolitan area in Detroit, the number one Honda dealer in the state is Sarah Honda Granville. And I just met with Thad over there. Now, the way you get a new car these days, for now, is you pre-order it. Because inventory trickles in. In the old days, 
pre-COVID, you would keep, you know, uh, hundreds of cars on the lot at one time. The uh, parent company, Honda, is doing it differently now. They're trickling in the supply. Eventually, they'll get to a sweet spot where there is a constant supply, but that time is not now. So what you do is you pre-order your car, whatever it may be, okay? Um, all the info you need is at sarahondagranville.com, but they really want you to come in and say hello to them. Now, I, I was given some inside information because occasionally cars show up. They're given more than the allotment, and then those cars vanish very quickly. I got lucky like that because... When Diana needed a car, I happened to call over there and I talked to Thad and I said, hey, uh, do you have any Accords? Yes, we have an Accord Hybrid here right now. Actually, two of them. Do you want one? And I said, yes, I actually do. I am going to come there in half an hour and get it. Like, put a hold on it. And they did. I asked them about that. They go, that was extremely lucky. But since they, as soon as they get all their... Uh, cars they sell them right away they were given more than the normal allotment of accord hybrids these cars specifically now you know i love these cars so much i love them so much that i smash them into other cars in my driveway all right now an accord hybrid is an absolute lifesaver um in my opinion and in a lot of people's opinion superior to evs you know everybody's going evs right now which is a crock of shit in my opinion um, hybrids are a much better option, um, not only for the environment, but for your wallet. Okay. So yes, you can have a car that gets 50 miles per gallon in a hybrid. If you don't know how that works, the vehicle charges the battery, braking power, the motor charges the battery and that's it. You have to plug in or nothing and you're still getting ridiculous gas mileage, 550 miles on an 11 gallon tank of gas in the neighborhood of all right so um think about that you have four i'm not kidding you they have four available right now but that's not going to last in fact i'm probably only going to talk about it one or two times and then they'll be gone sarah honda granville.com shop in person they are on kenawa just to the north of 44th next to the cracker barrel they also have another deal going on 0% financing on 20 to, uh, 2022 pilots and passports available on the lot. There are some available on the lot. 0% financing. That is awesome. Okay. Of course, available on approved credit through Honda Financial Services. So if you are a DENIAC, you have no chance of getting this interest rate. Okay. In fact, you're going to walk in and they're going to say, uh, yeah, we're giving you a 99% APR for you. Okay. So there you go. 0% financing on 2022 pilots and passports available on the lot. Sarah Honda Thank you to Frank fuss. My policy shop insurance. If you are self-employed in between jobs, or your employer does not offer health insurance, this is who you call. It starts with one of two things. Either going to the website, buyinsurancehere.com, 
or reaching out to Frank directly at 616-914-4070. That's it. He will help you through healthcare.gov slash Obamacare slash the marketplace. You can do it on your own, but why? That takes time, and you're not an expert. You might mess it up like your old pal Eric did. Frank's services are free. It costs you nothing. He's also the Medicare Advantage plan expert. If you or someone you know or love is getting ready to turn 65, they need to reach out to Frank. He's the guy who crosses the T's, dots the I's, makes sure you are all set with everything concerning Medicare and Social Security. Do not uh, go into those waters alone. You have assistance, and it's free. I can't stress this enough. Thank Frank. My policy shop insurance. Tim Meadows is in town for comedy this weekend at Full House Comedy. He is at the Park Theater on Thursday and then Friday and Saturday at um, the Listening Room in Grand Rapids. Get tickets for his show and all the other shows coming to the area at fullhousecomedy.com. Joe Martinez owns and operates A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. For any scheduled maintenance on these key components of your home, this is who you call. Maybe you need a new furnace or air conditioner. They will install the Comfort Maker brand, which is the number one brand ranked by Consumer Report magazine. In fact, it's so perfect that you have to apply to be able to install it. You have to pass a test. Comfort Maker sends a team of people to the area, and Joe and his staff have to be able to show that they have the knowledge to install it. That's how picky and finicky Comfort Maker is. My God. Despite that, you won't pay uh, an arm and a leg for the service. You will pay less than any of the other ones in the area, and I encourage you to get estimates from them. And then make sure Joe is last. He'll beat him. 616-516-8579. How about that for a guarantee? And if he doesn't, kick him out of your house. Eric Zang said you'd beat the price. Ay, 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 I'm getting greedy. Get out. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage encourages you to reach out to them if you are in the market for a mortgage. Whether you're in South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, or Hawaii. I'm sorry, I said that backwards. Anywhere in the listening audience, with the exception of, I don't know how I did that, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, or Hawaii. What a fucking idiot. Uh, Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th mortgage, or you're looking for a refi, which a lot of people are these days, the inflation issue, you know, um, if you're paying a vast, extravagant interest rate on credit card debt, Get rid of the credit card debt. I can't, man. I don't have $5,000. Yes, you do, idiot. Take it out of your home. Okay? Better to pay 5% interest on $5,000 than 25% interest on $5,000, dick. 231-332-6505. All right. 
Uh, Terry, Terry Emo, has given, donated two, count them, two $35 paintball uh, scholarships that I am giving away. Because of that, there it is. Look at that. Kenny in Nashville, out of the kindness of his heart, has gifted Terry a uh, tier one subscription on, uh, what is this fucking platform called? Twitch. It's very nice of you, Kenny. Well done. Terry has been begging the whole show. Terry adds, hybrid, yes, multiple sources of fossil fuels and precious metal mining. Let's go green, everyone. Yeah, okay. Hold up. It's proven. A hybrid is better than a straight combustion motor. It is more, more effective in preserving the environment. EVs, questionable. Hybrids, not questionable. I've already looked into it. So shut up. And you're going to save a lot of money when it comes to gas. So you can shut the hell up. Sit back and make some more walnut jam or walnut syrup or whatever the hell it is. Eric's driver... I'm sorry, Eric's driveway is like a demolition derby. Thanks. Our hybrids solar powered. I just I just talked about this. No. Do you even listen to me? I said when you break, it charges the battery. And then if it gets too low and you're not braking, the motor charges a battery. I actually said it on this show today. (sighs) What the hell? Uh, Mike Ball sent me something that's hilarious. Right away, though, I said, what's the backstory? He says, I don't know. Just some guy throwing out the first pitch at a Red Sox game. I said, all right. And then I did a little research. It's old. This is actually old video. But it's still worth talking about because I hadn't seen it. Dude throws out the first pitch. And the way this thing unfolds, watch how out of the strike zone this one is. Catching his pitch is the former chairman of the Jimmy Fund, Mike Andrews. Mike Andrews is not going to catch anything. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. Very, very uh, uh, natural sounding. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. 
<laughs> he hits the photographer in the cock. I mean, right in the cock. I just had a bad feeling. I want to make sure this is actually, you can see this. Yes, you can. Thank God. Okay. So this guy is really not getting low in the stance. I don't even know why he's bothering to bend his knees. You got the mascot there. Here's Jordan. All these, I guess, legends. I don't know who all these guys are. All these old timers. They're all watching patiently. Jordan throws it and, and hits dude right in the dick. And this might be one of the fatter people you're ever going to see in your life, by the all way. Right, Jordan, fire it in there. Shit. Now, this time, watch just Jordan. Watch his reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> Jordan does the Jordan does cringe face after he hit dude right on the tip of his dick. Catching his pitch is the former chairman of the Jimmy Fund, Mike Andrews. I can't right, Jordan. Fired in there. I can't. Yeah, he's going to fire it in there, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Look at number 17. Number 17, whose name happens to be Moorhead. Okay, number 17, Moorhead. He watches this travesty. Oh, no, he can't believe it. Oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mike Ball. I needed that. Uh, yes, old video, but who cares? Very funny. Terry says the man had FUPA protection, no real damage. I don't know, man. All right. Papa John. You remember Papa John? I mean, the actual John uh, Schnatter, the guy who started Papa John. I haven't had their pizza in forever. And I, I think now I am actually going to order one because it's been so long. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fucking great. I, when it comes to pizza, you really got to be shitty for me not to eat it. Like, I mean, to me, even if I go to the store and um, buy one of those uh, uh, mega brand frozen pizzas that cost like 65 cents. To me, that's fantastic. Uh, these are all pizzas I love. Little Caesars, Hungry Howie's, Domino's, Little Caesars, Jets, Lacari's, the local place up the road. Um, basically, if it's a pizza, I like it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Corey says, Little Caesars, $5 hot and ready. Fucking incredible. You walk in, here's 10 bucks. I'll take two pizzas, and then boom. You just you just pig out. Uh, stuffed crust. Well, pizza Hut pizza, fantastic. Chicago-style pizza. I like everything on a pizza. I can eat a pizza with just cheese and love it, or literally everything anchovies, pineapple, onion, vegetarian, uh, full meat. Kyle throws in pizza ranch. Fuck you, because he says pizza ranch tastes like crap. You're full of shit. 
There is no bad pizza. Sarah says Totino's frozen costs a buck. So good. Agreed. Uh, pizza Ranch is spectacular because it's it's a buffet. Okay? You can just, hey, there's nothing better than walking into a restaurant and saying, yeah, um, I'll have the buffet. And then you just get up and go eat until you are ready to vomit. You don't have to wait for the food. Like, even when you go to a restaurant, you order an appetizer. It's still going to take a little time to get the food there. When you can just get up out of your seat and go and just pile on the pasta and the pizza, it is second to none. Okay? Uh, the idea that, um, uh, like, like uh, Chinese restaurants, you know, like China Max or uh, whatever, the typical place where it's, you know, in the kitchen, it's roach and rat infested. I don't care. I know I'm eating E. coli. I do not care. I go into the exchange knowing full well I will be shitting hardcore in hours. Doesn't matter. Pizza, awesome. Chinese food, awesome. Buffets, rule. Question, is there a CC's Pizza Buffet places in Michigan? I don't know, maybe. Uh, I know, well, that's what Pizza Ranch is. And it's just golden. And it's dinner and a show. Because anyone who eats at a pizza ranch is a loser. Except me. Papa uh, Papa John's Pizza is amazing. The guy, John, uh, I think I said his name right the first time, Schnatter, he had to leave that company. It's his company. It's always weird to me. It's his company, but he is not associated with the company. Well, it was his company, and then he got out of his own company. He got canceled because he said the N-word on a conference call. He hated NFL players who took a knee and he referred to, uh, uh, he said, Colonel Sanders called blacks N-words. Schnatter said in the May conference call in an apparent attempt to contrast the KFC founder statements to his own response to the NFL protest. So I think he had said it once before about people who would take a knee during the national anthem, which we all know that is a truly patriotic thing to do. You know, that is probably the most selfless, selfless thing that, um, that in American can do. I gave away a kidney and I think that people who take a knee are more selfless than me. Because I still have a career. Now, truth be told, Colin Kaepernick still has a career. His career is being Colin Kaepernick. He can't fucking throw a football five yards. So it was actually a pretty good move on his part to take that knee. Because now he's a social justice warrior. Makes tons of chatter doing that. Whatever. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. The point of taking a knee was because black people were tired of getting shot in the face. 
But stupid people said, they're denouncing the flag, and I'm hurt. I used to think like that. I don't think that way anymore. Those are the best Americans, the ones who take a knee. Those are the ones you want to hang out with. You go hang out with the women's national soccer team. They all take knees. They take knees for everything. If anything happens in the world, they're on their fucking knees. Take a knee, man. They got to take a shit to take a knee. Take a knee all the time. Getting ready to mow the lawn, take a knee. Getting ready to pray, take a knee. Getting ready to take a knee, take a knee. Take a fucking knee. I'm going to start doing this show on my knee. I'm going to take a knee. too old well anyway back in the day shatter uh on the conference call used the n-word let's see papa john's faced backlash when schnatter blamed the nfl and players national anthem protest for subpar sales On the May call, Schnatter was asked how he would distance himself from racist groups online. He responded by downplaying the significance of his NFL statement. By using the N-word, Schnatter also reportedly discussed his early life in Indiana, where a source told Forbes he said people used to drag African-Americans from trucks until they died. I don't know why he would say that. Was he saying it like, I'm disgusted? Or was he saying it like, Hey, I got an idea. According to Forbes, Schnatter meant his comments comments to show his opposition to racism. Well, let's hope. Instead, a number of people on the call reportedly found the comments to be offensive after hearing of the incident. Uh, Laundry service owner Casey Wasserman moved to terminate Uh, terminate, blah, 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 blah. Where was I? The agency's contract with Papa John's. It was all downhill from there. Papa John's announced that Schnatter would be stepping down as CEO. However, he remained as the chairman. And then Papa John's announced that it ended its sponsorship deal with the NFL. Now, he's not affiliated with the pizza uh, company anymore. However, you know what this guy is doing now? He's hanging out at the stupid CPAC conventions where people who are like John Jamingo show up and pat each other on the back and give their money to criminals. So all that uh, boomer bunker uh, Patreon cheddar probably goes to some type of CPAC. Schnatter is not impressed with Papa John's in any way, shape, or form. He did an interview with the Right Side Broadcasting Network at the uh, CPAC in Dallas. And uh, something I would never do, he's dogging his... Uh, 
former organization that he was affiliated with. He said quality service and culture will what help make Papa John's a hit. But now he said Papa John's has, quote, lost its way, that it's losing money, and it's, quote, down with Little Caesars. Well, fuck that shit. I love Little Caesars. He says we built this whole company. He's he, uh, th- This is where it gets really rich because he claims that the pizza there is worse because... It's not sprinkled with conservative values of truth and God. Pizza. We're talking about pizza. We built the whole company on conservative values. Conservative ideology has two of the most critical attributes, truth and God. Talking about pizza. During his speech at CPAC, Schnatter made a cryptic proclamation that evil forces were controlling the world while calling liberals stupid. Schnatter resigned as chairman of the company in July of 2018 after he admitted he was in the N-word. Well, we already covered that. Uh, in March of 2021, he said it had taken him nearly two years to get rid of the N-word from his vocabulary. It did? It took you... So he's like, yeah, I'm now clean of the N-word. I'm clean and free and clear of the N-word. It's been tough. It's been tough two years to uh, keep me from saying the N-word. I don't know if that's a thing you want to brag about. If it took you two years to stop saying the N-word? Was it that much of a problem in your life that it took you, you had to have, you know, I can picture someone saying things that would take two years to quit. Uh, Adultery, crack, Meth, alcohol, maybe pot, embezzling money, saying the N-word? <laughs> Took you two years to stop saying the N-word. Wow. Okay. But he also said in that same interview, you know, I can't understand the backlash I got. You can't? Well, then you don't have you haven't gotten rid of it from your vocabulary if you don't even know where anybody was coming from then he starts uh, uh launching into the problems with the pizza he's repeatedly been critical of the company in august of 2018 schnatter launched a now defunct website called savepapajohns.com where he accused the board of directors of trying to silence him In November of 2019, he said he ate more than 40 pizzas from Papa John's within 30 days and found that the quality had been destroyed. Wait a minute. It took you 40 pizzas to figure out that it wasn't up to your liking? In response, the CEO said the pizza had not changed its recipe. And then, shortly thereafter... He said he ate 800 pizzas within 18 months to figure this out. Eight. I don't think I've eaten 800 pizzas in my life. Some were burnt, he told Bloomberg. Some were undercooked. Jane did suffer financial losses in 18 and 19. Attributed that to the comments Dickhead made. 
But in uh, 2020, things turned around because of the pandemic. The company has also rebranded, and they did this just to piss them off. In November, it changed its name from Papa John's to Papa John's. And the only difference is it went from Papa John's, J-O-H-N apostrophe S, to uh, J-O-H-N-S. That's the only change. It's like going from Zaniac United to Deniac. Zaniac United to Deniac United. It's that insulting. Except Papa John's didn't put a stalker on, on, the, on the Facebook page. This prompted a rebuttal from Schnatter, who released a statement accusing the company of, quote, being obsessed with Papa John and irrelevant changes to the brand logo. No, they're trolling you, you dickhead. Try as they may, they can't have Papa John's without Papa John, Schnatter wrote. Schnatter and representatives for Papa John's did not immediately respond to Insider's request for comment. Little Caesars did not respond to Insider's request for comment. How do you think that was? Hey, this is uh, Paul from Insider. Papa John's said you're shitty over there at Little Caesars. At the end of the day, uh, I fucking love Papa John's. How about the fact that you can get it and then you can get... Were they the first ones that you could buy that garlic butter sauce? They probably all do it, but for some reason, I just remember those. That shit was so good. Like, you could open it and just drink it down. It was that majestic. My God. Love that stuff. Little Caesars just minding their own business in this one. Unpunctuated your name? Take a knee. Kyle says, does he weigh 400 pounds now? I don't know. I don't think so. Jesse Code says, I haven't used the N-word since I was like 15 and dumb. Yeah, I don't. I'm right there with you. The fact that all you need to know in that story is that he admitted that it took him two years to stop, to finally rid himself from saying the N-word. Wow. That's embarrassing. Okay. Rich kid's birthday party in Brazil. This one involves you watching it along with me. I will promise not to fuck this up. If you are listening to the audio podcast, this is just something that you have to see. Rich kid in Brazil looks like to be three or four years old. Audio check. Video check. These rich-ass parents invited in all of these Marvel characters cosplay for the kid's birthday party. (laughs) The first one, Thanos. 
you first of all, problem, you don't start with the bad guy. Okay. If you're going to do this right, it's all about who gets presented first. You got to go and build up an intensity and then Thanos has to show up. And then all of these other, uh, uh, superheroes that you're going to see, they need to stomp his ass right there at the party. But whatever. I'm kind of being nitpicky. Thanos marches in. What's that thing called? The Infinity Gauntlet? It's a great costume. They've got all the uh, all this audio to go along with it. This is at some fucking place. This is incredible. These kids are all happy. Every chick there is hot. This is in Brazil. Okay, there's the kid. This is dad. This is mom. Uh, Daddy here probably has seven or eight wives. This is the little rich bastard. Okay, so then they cut. And then gay Spider-Man comes in. Look at this. Look at this little prance. Okay, there's no doubt that he, before that mask went on, there was a penis in his mouth. He's a little too lean, a little too skinny. But he commits, he commits, and the kid loves Spider-Man, so the kid gives him a hug. Spider-Man waves a gay wave. He then takes off his mask and he goes and tries to sell mortgages to people. His first name's Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. See, Kyle's, he's, you know, he's okay with a good gay joke here and there. And uh, he's not going to run away scared and cry like the Deniacs do. Next up. All right, this is a crock of shit here. This is T'Challa, Black Panther. Okay, <clears throat> this guy who's doing this does not give a shit and does not want to be here. He just walks up, doesn't do fucking shit, walks by the kid, and just stands there to do anything. What the fuck? Fuck, man, you gotta sell it. At least gay Spider-Man did all the Spidey shit. Next up. Okay. Doctor Strange and uh, Scarlet Witch. Look at Strange even has the LED uh, spinning disc for a hand uh, that he's holding on to. He looks just like him. Very ominous, though. I think these guys, these are heroes, and they're being a little too, you know, their demeanor is a little too aggressive. Yeah, Strange needs to smile a little. Scarlet Witch kind of hot. All right. So they did a great job. All right. The Hulk is fucked up. Here comes the Hulk. And his head is way too small. (laughs) 
gives a fist bump to the kid. Do you think he's ever like that? This and there's been a moment where like these guys cut a hole out for their dicks and had a big orgy. I'll bet you you can find that online somewhere. Oh. Thor looks like fuck. He look it. He's as muscular as I am. This is bullshit. It looks like uh, the fucking lead singer in Nickelback. was added in no muscles whatsoever Ah, look how Thanos is just standing there and no one's bashing his head in very inaccurate that's why I don't like the idea that they brought Thanos in first you know alright they're playing the ACDC as Iron Man comes in but that's not accurate. If you saw Iron Man, they used the song uh, Shoot to Thrill from the same album, not Back in Black. So whoever is in charge of the music is fucking everything up. And he looks weird. It looks like his arms are too short. You know, this is almost like a very tall midget, the way this, the way the Iron Man looks. And his head, because his head is way too huge. He looks like fucking uh, Wee Man. All these people here are like, come on, let's just go fucking traffic some drugs. Looks way too smug. I don't like Captain America without the headgear on. Wait a minute. He's got the shield up, and then he puts the shield down, and he starts walking like he's arrogant. Kid likes Cap. That's it. How ridiculous is that? Actually pretty cool, but could have been a lot better. Chris describes Captain America as having a carrot up his ass. Captain Brazil. Good point. (laughs) All right. Fake superhero orgy take a knee. Eric, Eric, you should have been hit, man. Yuck, yuck, says Jamingo. First time chat from Big some Big Donnie. Big Donnie D, 637. Oh, welcome. The quality of the suits really dropped off after Thanos. Dallas Buyers Club Spider-Man. Gay Spider-Man, let me shoot you with my web. All right. That's going to do it. 
for that. Uh, we have the asshole of the day. In moments, Kent County Health Department uh, reminds you to go to accesskent.com. Pardon me. Yeah, that's the site. Accesskent.com slash health. Uh, August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. Uh, it's very, very important that the uh, breast has the milk leaving it going into your particular baby. I know it sounds ridiculous to have to say that, but the advantage is of feeding your child breast milk. It's unbelievable. It's perfect. The science has proven that if you do that, your baby has the best chance of thriving at a young age. You know, nothing against formula, but don't go the route of doing that. Make sure your child breastfeeds. August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. If you need more information, accesskent.com slash health. Not just for people who live in Kent County. Anywhere in the world. Uh, they have all the up-to-date information. Uh, the latest science. I know some of you don't like science, Jamingo. But uh, it's true. Accesskent.com slash health. I'm not putting that poison in my body. I can't believe you publicly said that the covid shot doesn't work dunning kruger have you ever heard of that gift of life is encouraging you to check your heart the check your heart campaign Pull out your driver's license if you're in Michigan and look at it. If there is a little red heart in the corner, you don't have to do anything. If there is not, then you need to go to the website golm.org and fill out the form. Take you two minutes. If you're not in the state of Michigan, go to registerme.org and do the same. You are then a donor. In the unlikely event that something bad happens to you and uh, you're on the slab, your organs are going to be used to save people's lives. Do it. Very simple. You can't take it with you. Let's get this done. Uh, too many people are on waiting lists for uh, life-saving organs and tissue and cornea transplants. My friends at Blue Frost IT are reminding you <clears throat> that if your business needs an upgrade in their tech and you are in the West Michigan area, this is who you call. Because if you just update your tech on your own, oh, we need a new computer. And you just run over to Best Buy and buy the first thing off the shelf. Ah, it's not good. That is uh, not good. You might be spending too much, too little, or buying the wrong thing. Get a complimentary free consultation from Blue Frost IT. 616-200-8550. Bring it up the rear. And by the way, I, I uh, rotate these. Different show, different days. Someone's always got to be last. Today just happens to be JM Synthetics. It doesn't make them less important. If you are a DIY pro and you utilize lubrication, oil, lubrication for your light-duty, heavy-duty truck, RV, uh, personal watercraft, boat, car, whatever it may be, lubricate with the best Amsoil products. Could be just as simple as getting the oil changed. Amsoil products, filters, lubricants, you name it, and so much more. On their website, 
jmsynthetics.com. I'd recommend, if you do this a lot, uh, change the oil, uh, becoming a preferred customer. You pay a little bit up front, and then the perks that you get more than pay for itself very, very quickly. It's like Costco for Amsoil, basically. Okay. Today's asshole of the day. Who could it be? Yesterday, it was Kenny. Because he ruined the story again. How? I don't know. It was shocking to me. It's like, how many times do we have to have this conversation? My son listens better than Kenny. Jim, uh, stop having babies. Okay, Dad. Today's asshole of the day. I don't know if it's the dry erase marker or the board. I don't know. My friend uh, Tim Kuyper made me the board. But I guess the only way to find out is by actually buying a new dry erase marker. I will. Don't send me one. I don't want your gifts. You send me a gift, I'm sending it back. Thank you to uh, TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Papa John, John Schnatter, is the asshole of the day. Okay, and that's going to do it. So, uh, Patreon, bonus podcast happens a little later on. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, uh, Lee, Lee P is taking on Dale in 21 minutes. Okay. I just want to point out that today in particular, I am absolutely flawless. This may have been the most entertaining show that I have done since yesterday's show I don't know how I continue to improve because honestly it seems like after every one there is no room for improvement it's that good and humble too A stupid person can't be the asshole. You didn't do anything asshole-ish. You can't help that you're dumb. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Till next time. You have a great one. Bye-bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.